Hello everyone, I am Damien Craig from Damien Craig Football Podcast and it is Friday and you know what that means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. RIP buddy there. So, it's the 4th of January and you all know what that means. The January transfer window has opened. Uh, today I'm going to talk about some deals that can happen, some deals that have happened. Um, the possibility of... Uh, Real Madrid not being able to afford killing Mbappe. Um, just a lot of different things that have came out recently in the in the football world, and some actual uh, conformed deals and a little bit of a signed contract. So, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, take you through what we're going to talk about today. So, the main, uh, the main stories are that Real Madrid cannot afford killing Mbappe. Is he on his way to Liverpool? Looks like it. Diego Costa has had his contract terminated by Atletico Madrid, also linked to him. Uh, Wilfred Zaha could be on his way to AC Milan. Stuart Armstrong has signed a new deal with Southampton to keep him at the club until 2024. Klasenac has agreed a loan deal to Schalke from Arsenal. And Fonabache are extremely close to agreeing a deal for Socrates uh, from Arsenal. So, a lot of Arsenal lads just leaving the club. Who the fuck can blame them? They are shite. But, we are going to start off this podcast at Real Madrid and the news coming out from reports in Spain, England and Germany that they cannot afford Kylian Mbappe. So, this obviously means that there is a high possibility that Mbappe could be moving to Merseyside and here I'm not Fabrizio Romanazzo I'm not saying that he's definitely moving to the Merseyside and he's definitely coming to Liverpool that's not what I'm saying but what I am saying is that if Madrid can't afford Mbappe you look at the options that has been brought up with his name and you kind of see that he likes Liverpool and likes the thought of playing in Merseyside and the next kind of destination for him after Madrid would be um, Merseyside so it, it will happen in my opinion I feel like if Mbappe um, doesn't decide to go to uh, Madrid uh, Chelsea, Dortmund, Barca, wherever, if he doesn't decide to go Austria PSG, which I think is kind of the last option, if he decides not to go to those places, then there is a, I think there's a very, very good chance that he will come to um, Liverpool. So, yeah, keep your eyes on that. Um, in Madrid, if that's true, that they can't afford a Bappe, if they can afford fucking everybody else, that's kind of crazy, but um, yeah, the main story here is that Real Madrid cannot afford Gillian Mbappe. It's mm, I don't know. We'll take a look. We'll have to obviously keep an eye on it over the next few months. This isn't this going to be a deal that's done in January. It's going to be a deal that's done in June, July, outside of the transfer window, in my opinion. So if Mbappe is playing anywhere, he'll be playing there in um, in 2022. But um. As far as I know how it was for his walk. But um yeah, so uh next up, Diego Costa has had his contract terminated by Atletico Madrid. This was one that came out I think it was two days ago. 
Uh, Atletico Madrid and Diego Costa have came to a mutual agreement to terminate the contract of Zed Pther. So, this is an interesting one because obviously Costa has history in a certain league and if rumours are to be believed that he is apparently pretty close to coming back to the Premier League. Um, there was talks of him maybe even going to Arsenal from what I have read but um, if he was to go to anywhere probably be the MLS it'd be the most Diego Costa move in my opinion to go to America and the shit house and get money um, but if but there is talks of Costa apparently being interested in a move to Arsenal uh, from newspapers who I do not read or do not on all I'm not going to speak the name of on this podcast because they did not dissolve uh, it'd be hard from my lips but um, yeah so if Costa was to go anywhere in my opinion it'd be the MLS I can't see him really going to the Premier League back to the Premier League I don't know it's up to him he's a mad bastard so it really does just depend on what everyone kind of sees his future as in my opinion, but if I if I was to pick him to go anywhere, I wouldn't say Costa. Costa's first, um, Costa's first landmark would be England. Next up, uh, Wilfred Zaha is apparently extremely interested in a move to Italy, and if not to Piemonte Calcio, no, not that extremely beautiful club um they, there was talks of him wanting to go to ac milan the current uh syria leaders from what i am knowing uh but yeah zaha to milan apparently milan want to push on and get their first scudetto uh since 2011 so and they see wolford zaha as a as someone who can help them obviously he's 28 29 He'll only be there for a couple of years, but he is there to bolster an already pretty good squad and try and help get Milan back to what they were, and that was a, a team fighting for Europe, a team in European finals uh, consistently. So, and obviously the whole thing with Zaha has been that he hasn't gone anywhere. He's stayed in Palace, and maybe not through any um, fault of his own, maybe not through him wanting to stay there, him wanting to leave, but then Palace putting this extremely stupid um, price tags on him. Uh, pure, um, pure fucking wheeler dealer football, you know, pure wheeler dealer. Um, so it just depends on what Zaha sees as his future. But there is, and there has been a lot of reports about um, Wilfred Zaha going to Milan and it being one of the deals that could uh, definitely, definitely happen in um, in January, like this month, it could be one of those ones that maybe happen. Uh, I, it'd be fucking beautiful to see Zaha leave, in my opinion. It'd be the funniest thing, him linked to all these clubs um, in England, he's been linked to United, Chelsea, all the big clubs, and then you look at Milan, you know, club has, in all honesty, he's been kind of floundering in the last few days, the last few years, 
and then out of nowhere they're like, oh yeah, we want our homelands, and the palace is like, oh yeah, grand lad, no problem, take them, take them off us, we fucking hate Zaha, cunt's been torturing us for the last fucking four years, he wants to leave, grand, take him, fuck him, but, um, uh, yeah, it'd be very interesting, I've seen a lot of rumours around the mill that Zaha to Milan is near enough, one of those transfers that could happen in January, so keep an eye on it. Um, and if he does end up in Milan, obviously that'll help AC maybe win the first Scudetto uh, since 2011. Next up, a quick bit of contract news. Stuart Armstrong has signed a new contract with uh, Southampton, keeping him at the Saints till 2024. That is obviously good news for um, AC Milan. What the fuck? Uh, so Southampton, sorry. I'm still talking about the last deal. So so happy about the Zaha leaving. Um, but yeah, Stuart Armstrong training a new contract until 2024. That is obviously big news for uh, Southampton. Stuart Armstrong, one of those midfielders that maybe doesn't do a pile of beautiful fucking tricks like Kai Havertz. Definitely got small goals and assists and Kai Havertz. Uh, Kai Fordorts. Um, but yeah, still, Stuart Armstrong is one of those guys that you can rely on, and he's always one of those people you could rely on when he was at Celtic. Um, you know, so he's he's he's, he's reliable. You can um, you know that if you sign him or if he's in your squad, that he will give you a hundred percent. So yeah, it's definitely a good deal by Southampton to keep Stuart Armstrong at their club. Um, and for obviously the foreseeable future, and obviously you've seen deals in the past where they sign a new contract, maybe they're gone a week later, but um, I think Armstrong likes playing at the Saints, likes playing with the Saints, so I think this is one of those deals where he stays there for the foreseeable future. Um, someone and from staying in the Premier League to going out of the Premier League, uh, two deals for Arsenal here. Siad Kalasinac has agreed uh, a loan to Schalke for the remainder of the season, I think. And Fonabache are close to signing uh, Arsenal defender Socrates. Socrates is near the end of his contract. And they could get him on a free if they do wish. So, first off, we'll start with Siad Kalasinak. He is, obviously, he's one of those defenders that never really headed off in the Prem. Like, people will say he's good, but he's not class, if you know what I mean. Like... He's not like uh, Robertson, no, he's not like, I'm trying to think, fuck, he's not like Chilwell, who has like hit, it, hit the ground running, or he's not like, I can't even think, but, um, Kalasinac, he's been there for a while, obviously, he's, more, he's one of the more experienced people now on Arsenal, with all the new young players coming through, but, um, and maybe he saw with Tony coming in, with Kieran Tony coming in, he maybe knew that his game time was going to be less than what he wanted for the rest of his career. So he knew that he had to get a move away and go into a club like Schalke, who are struggling near the bottom of the Bundesliga. Uh, maybe defensively, they aren't that good and they need defensive backup. Uh, so getting Klasenac on loan is a good move for Arsenal and Schalke, in my opinion. So, and obviously he'll do well there. You always kind of see those Premier League players go out of the Premier League and they always do well at a club like Xhaka or one of those kind of Bundesliga foreign clubs, um, European clubs. And uh, to wrap up the podcast, we'll talk about Fonabache 
signing Socrates or being very, very close to signing Socrates. So obviously Socrates, um, one of the players at Arsenal that for a long time he was one of the regulars and then now with Rob Holding coming in and doing fairly fucking well for himself, um, he has seen his game time stopped. Oh, that's, that's it. So, uh, Fonabache getting Socrates, and it's, it's a deal you always kind of, you always kind of would have thought that would happen. Um, him, a bit of a sit house, going to a club like Fonabache. Um, so I definitely, um, so yeah, it's a good deal. It's a solid deal for both sides. Both of them will be happy. Um, so yeah, Fonabache getting Socrates is probably good for them. I don't really know what their current, um, Standing as I don't really watch the Tokus what's it? Tokus League? So the Tokus of the Western League, can't remember, I think it's the Tokus League. But obviously getting Socrates. A player with um a player with kinda of experience uh with Dortmund and Arsenal, two big thobs, and going to Fonabate, who if you look guess if you would really look at it or a big thub also. So yeah, him going to Fonabate is a good deal. Uh, this has been Demon Craig for the podcast. This has been the Transfer News Roundup. Uh, we're going to try and do more of these with obviously the month of January and more Transfer News coming in. I'll just sprinkle it in for the podcasts at the end, just update you with the Transfer News. But um, obviously the month of January, it always kind of gets a bit hectic for the Transfer News and what in 31 days. Like, so I've been Demon Craig. Have a good weekend. Uh, tell your family that you love them. Especially of the recent news in wrestling, just let them know that you love them because you never know when um, your final day with, with, with them will be. So um, tell them that you love them and tell them how much they mean to you because one day it'll all just become a memory. Love you. Bye.